the Dragon of the Movies. Hey, Birdo. Hey, Dragon. How are you this week? I'm good. How are you? Do you like my new intro, Dragon? Yeah, I like it a lot better. Is it? Is it? Do you think I should do it with a very high-pitched voice? No, please don't. I hate the no. high-pitched voice. I don't understand why. People seem to love it. No. when I'm singing. Nope. I don't think that's true. I don't well, think that's gonna, true We're going to have to. We're going to have to test it one day. One of these days, we'll put out an entire, like, three-hour episode. Of just <laughs> you just in the voice. high-pitched voice. And then yeah. the the five people who currently listen to this will be like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we will get downloads, mostly because people will download and delete it. <laughs> good point. Good point. Um, how are you? I'm good, Dragon. Hi, Dragon. How was your week? Uh, give, it's me okay. some, give me some of those <laughs> beloved deets that okay. you love to spill on us. Uh, it's been all right. We're me and Andrew are trying to buy a house, so it's very, very stressful. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a so a, a new tattoo that I'm very excited about, but I had an allergic reaction to it, which has never happened so... to me before. Okay. So that That's sucks. Odd. Uh, it was very. It's very, very odd. I no idea why. Nothing mm-hmm. about the tattoo um, made me think that that would happen. I talked to the artist. Like it. It's not nothing. There was no reason to think that this would happen. Do you think this <laughs> is this is uh, God punishing you? Yeah, clearly. For uh, destroying your body. Wait, yes, by putting for, ink on it. For destroying my temple, my temple yes, with ink. Your yes, body that, is a temple. It's not that like, has to be it. They, 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 I've been seeing memes of people like, "My body is a temple." Uh, oh, I, I don't get tattoos. My body is a temple, and then they just show a temple with nothing but like art all over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's. <laughs> I uh-huh. never thought of it like that, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of a good point it's fucking exactly what we do <laughs> very very true um so that's a big bummer so i'm like tr- waiting till that calms down the other shitty thing about that is um the tattoo is only halfway done so i actually do have another probably three hours to sit for it so nice so uh, another infection yeah well and yeah. well, well not infection uh, and a reaction i guess you could say another you're gonna get covid arm <laughs> yes so uh i guess we'll see obviously i'm gonna wait till it calms down so it'll i'll give it a few months before i try again but um that's you know scary a little bit scary mm-hmm. so we'll see how it goes i guess um but it's a shame other than that everything's been fine i'm gonna be okay. back to jujitsu on a very limited basis starting yeah. this week nice very yep. exciting dragon you get and to I- join the join the rest of the world <laughs> yeah i know right well, no you get well, to join of. the normal world <laughs> yeah kind of I um and then I get my second COVID shot on Thursday, so I'm very excited. This Thursday? Mm-hmm. This Thursday. Nice. Very exciting. Yep. Uh, Dragon, what about you, Berto? Proud. Are you proud that you survived the pandemic? <laughs> yes. Barely. I mean, so far. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Don't uh, is it doesn't seeming seemingly not over. So. Look, the second my my mother had her yeah. two weeks past the second shot, I was yeah. like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else. <laughs> ah. like, fuck everybody that, else's mom. Yeah. <laughs> that was the day that the pandemic ended for me. Yeah, okay. It's that like, makes sense. After that, it's like, people are still, people are dying. I'm like, what? Who cares? <laughs> <Burn out>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my mom specifically is going to be fine, so I don't care. <laughs> Terrible. That seems to be the attitude of pretty much everybody at this point, so. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. All right, Dragon? Yes. Let's go ahead and get into this bad boy. Okay. Let's start with my, one of my favorite segments. Okay. Dragon on the bed. Dragon? Okay. Dragon on the couch. this week? You're, yeah, you're bird on the bed. Sorry, um, Dragon. <laughs> that's fine. So this week, uh, I watched two movies that I want to talk about. Both I had seen before, but I um, we revisited them recently. So the mm-hmm. first one was uh, Drag Me to Hell. Um, yes. Which, have you, you've, you've seen Drag Me to Hell, right? I have seen Drag Me to Hell. Um, it's a real fun Sam Raimi movie um, from 2007, I think. Um, 
that I I I hadn't seen. I think I think I'd maybe seen it once since the movie theater. Um, I haven't seen it that often. Uh, and Andrew wanted to rewatch it because the podcast that he listens to was doing it. And uh, just as fun the the second time around. It, I think it's like a really solid horror movie. And Sam Raimi always makes things like a little bit like. Like, there's gore, but it's so over the top that it's, like, a little bit cartoony. And I, I just think that's a very fun concept for a yeah, horror movie. He, he also has a way of making a horror movie that also has just a little bit of silliness in it. So yeah. it's, like, scary. It has, like, scary elements, but it's almost comical. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very, very pal- palatable. 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 Yeah, palatable. Pal- pal- palatable for people who are not... <laughs> Horror fan. I don't know why I can't say that word, Dragon. Palette. Like a palate cleanser. Palette ubble. Yeah, that one. Um it's also it's only PG thirteen. So it's very like Oh wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Which I was I was surprised about. Although Andrew was like, No, we watch the unrated version. <laughs> but I was like, I don't Smart. It's still PG thirteen. Like the only difference between the unrated version and the theatrical cut that was that that was rated, I think, is the um there's a scene where a cat uh, meets its demise. Mm-hmm. And, and they show it in the unrated version. Um and it's- Probably a little More less, less gory or less. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they probably took out a couple of little gore things, or like didn't, yeah. didn't show them for as long or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's still very fun. And the the podcast um, that Andrew watched it for is called uh, uh, Gorely and Rust. Are you promoting another podcast? I am, uh, and I uh, I actually really liked else... it. I listened to the episode and I thought what it was if, a very and now fun. Now you're podcast. saying they're good? No, Dragon. <laughs> saying they're the worst podcast ever. They, people should only listen to us. Sorry, it's called With Gorley and Rust. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, very fun. And now I'm going back and listening to some of their other podcasts that they've done for movies that I've seen. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I like them as hosts. I think they're they're like a little bit like, they call it easy listening podcasts because they're just like two friends talking about a movie. <laughs> which, what? That's like yeah, us. Yeah, I know. Dragon, oh my God. Oh my God. Um, anyway, so uh, I thought that was fun. And um, it's only available on Peacock right now. Uh, Peacock, I disavow its existence. Yeah, same. Um, I didn't realize they, they heavily censor things. This is weird. Well, yeah, they, apparently they censor nudity and language out of a lot of their movies. And they're going through... Uh, the old w so they recently got wwe mm-hmm. and they're going through a lot of the old footage and being like uh we're gonna censor out a lot we're gonna censor out anything we might deem as racy or racist and i'm like well there well, goes the entire yeah, 90s I, I was about to say like literally whole whole decades gone <laughs> the entire attitude era is just gonna not no longer exist on their format <laughs> that is i mean it was very, nothing very but funny. it was nothing but racist and sexist <laughs> it was the best time in wrestling it was amazing terrible terrible um but yeah so i not not a huge fan of that um but here we are uh anyway so we have the blu-ray or whatever so we watch that um and then the other thing i'm going to talk about is we watch spring breakers again Mm -hmm. um so that's a movie by harmony Korean, and it has uh what's his face in it um fuck james franco james franco uh and selena gomez and a bunch of other people but um have, mm-hmm. you've seen this i assume i have seen i saw that okay uh, just go on and it's gone and i'll talk about it once okay okay so i saw this in theaters and then i think we only watched it one other time but i remember loving it i thought it was so absurd and such a, like a fun kind of um i don't know i i, I guess not, it's not really a slice of life movie but it kind of is <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, slice uh, of life but not a life that exists no no like a very like weird version of it um, but it was just as fun the second time <laughs> like we were watching it. I was like, wow, this still holds up and it's very ridiculous and I really, really enjoy it. 
Uh, go ahead. Right. What, do you, what were you so, going to say about Dragon, it? Dragon, I saw this movie when it came out in the theaters. Mm-hmm. In the theaters, I saw it. It was me, my brother, and someone else. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now. There was a point when I was seconds away from <laughs> turning to Jaime and being like, do, do you, do you want to go? Really? It was so bad. Then James Franco shows up and oh, he yeah. makes the entire movie. The, he is the entire movie for that middle part of the movie. Yeah. And then the second he he's no longer in the movie, I go back to, oh, fuck, I really want to leave. I mean, at the end, he's it's, only it's not so... in the movie for like a little bit. Like Whoever, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the second he was gone from the movie, I was like, oh, "Fuck, I really want to leave." I don't want. The, 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 it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Driving. That's hilarious. That is, I, I could not have had a different, more different reaction. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was. I, I'm also not a fan of this director. He's he made. Kids, Harry Crane. I, yeah. Yeah. I bad. I, I hated that movie. He did. Um, what's that one where it's just like poor people in fucking like Virginia or something? I don't know what you're I'm talking gonna forget, about. I forget. Remember the name. Every single one of his movies are just not good. Did you watch um, Beach Bum that came out in 2019? No. Why would I watch With it? Matthew I, I've already had so many bad experiences. I really liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was again like this really fun movie. <laughs> just like I, a it, it, Beach Bum is more. I think it has more of that kind of feeling that um that James Franco has in uh in in this movie in Spring Breakers. Like that's kind of the movie. By the way, Dragon, I'm thinking of the movie Gumbo. Oh, uh, Gumbo. Gumbo. Gummo. Yeah, Gummo, you're right. I, I'm, well, t- I'm just telling you. I'm like, I don't care. You dragon. You, it could be the I've, greatest I've never film. seen Gummo. I don't know. Dragon. Yeah. Dragon, it could be the greatest film that's <laughs> ever been made. I will never find out because I'm just like, no, it's I've, it's just, it, it was such a bad experience. That's very funny. It was such a bad experience wow. watching this in the theater. Then, of course, James Frango shows up and he's like, I got, I got, <laughs> I got Scarface on the TV uh, 24-7 you know, on repeat. Look at my you, shit. <laughs> look at my shit. You, you just fucked me in the mouth with my own gun. I love you. That, that's amazing. That is amazing to me. It was. L- listen. But it, it that's was. more of me going like, James Franco, I love you. <laughs> but whatever this dude's name is, please Harmony go Korean, away. Yeah, yeah. Never exist ever yeah. again. Um, anyway, the, I, I liked it. I thought it was still a fun movie. I, I enjoy movies like that. And they're also, Harmony Korean movies are short. <laughs> like that, Beach Bum is only an hour 35. This one's only an hour and a half. Like I, I, yeah. I, I into that. <laughs> so I, see, I can see that your number one criterion of film is how long is it? <laughs> yeah. Look, the movie we're talking about today, I saw the runtime and I was like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. Anyway, that that is all I wanted to talk about. Um, all right. And it's streaming where, Dragon? Um, Spring Breakers is streaming on Showtime. Uh, so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, unless you have cable or yeah. show the Showtime app. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, luckily, luckily, no one should watch this. Uh, or just <laughs> watch the screen. Uh, just watch the James Franco screen, uh, scenes. I'd be disagree. I think I think it's really worth watching. Um, no, but anyway, no, it isn't. Berto, what did you watch on your bed? All right. Well, so I'm going to go into a, a segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to watch. I'm going to talk about a movie that came out on HBO Max because okay. now HBO is doing the things where it's like, well, HBO has been doing the thing where it's like instead of movies, mm-hmm. uh, instead of movies premiering in the theaters, yes. we're going to have them come out here for about a month and then, then and then it's just going to stay on the theaters for a while. So. Uh, this week they didn't do that, so I don't know why I said that. Oh, because I thought it did. But anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. 
that you know why because i literally in my head i was like this is one of those movies but then i just realized like no it actually came out last year right on uh right when the pandemic hit like yeah. two weeks before the pandemic hit it came out in the theaters <laughs> uh so i watched a movie called the new mutants on mm-hmm. hbo mm-hmm. which is one of those uh it's it's a marvel movie but it's like it's it's fox it's not um it's not exactly a Marvel movie. It's yeah. basically like Fox used to have the X-Men and the couple, and uh, Spider-Man and a couple other characters. And uh, they basically gave them back to Marvel. Mm-hmm. But then what they kept was uh, a few of these. And one of them they kept was the New Mutants. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie was kind of not... It was kind of a whatever. It's not even good. It's not bad. It so, was decent. It was fine. I'm pretty sure that I watched this movie. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure me and Andrew watched movie. it. Uh, and this is and, Andrew the, and I. It, it, this is the one with the chick that's in uh, the chess show, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. And she's she's like a big. She's got the power. She's one of the mutants. Yeah. And, and a, what sucks is that kept I'm somewhere. Watching, I don't. Remember. I'm watching her, and I'm like, you know, I feel like you're a great actress, but mm-hmm. I can't tell because of this terrible Russian accent they have. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. And I was like, if you could just lose the Russian accent, then it, we might be we might be better off here. Yeah, I but, agree uh, with you. I remember it was. I remember it, it being mediocre at best. It's not a good movie. It was yeah. just like whatever. It's honestly, it's it's a movie that in about uh, six months, um, you someone's gonna bring it up to me and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I did see that movie. Yeah, that sounds about so, right. Not memorable. It's not even bad. It's not even a bad movie. It's just average. It's whatever. Yeah. So uh, I would just say like. Uh, I guess if you want, if you got nothing else to do, but don't don't go out of your way to watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Instead, watch, watch Spring Breakers instead. No, drag don't me to watch hell. that either. Well, if you want to watch Spring Breakers, I would I would much rather watch Spring Breakers because I'd rather see a mess <laughs> than watch something that's just boring. I don't think Spring Breakers is a mess a at all. I think it's a very well done it's movie. It's a car crash. No, it is not. It's absolutely not. You're wrong. Sorry, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'm not. Anyway, keep going. Uh, so yeah, so that was on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, I want to go ahead and talk about a book I read and by book, I of course mean listen to it on audible. Right. Um, I nobody reads to... books anymore. No, why would they? <laughs> uh, so as we both know, your boy, Dan Carlin has been doing his, uh, his, his, you know, the, the rise of the Japanese empire mm-hmm. on his, uh, hardcore history. Mm-hmm. So he basically started with like. Uh, a brief history of Japan, and then he moved into like, well, here they were in World War One, mm-hmm. and now at this point, I think he like we're in the death of World War Two when they're yeah we are they're basically just like lo- they're they're losing a battle and they're just like oh, we're not going to win at this, but we're just going to keep fighting. Yeah. Um, but I remember I saying to you like, well, he's only gone into like two of the horrible <laughs> of the the Japanese war crimes, and yeah. I'm like, there's like. 20 of them he hasn't even touched yet yeah i don't think he's going to either no it's honestly it would just be like well they went into another place and just treated and they're just the the most inhumane things possible yeah so i mean it would just become redundant at some point (laughs) japan was look it's pretty bad when the nazis go and when the nazis go to you and they're like dude can you cool it (laughs) can you can you chill out, like, man. <laughs> bro, can you kill out? And this is when they were had full on concentration camps. They yeah, were still yeah. going over. They were telling Japan, like, bro, what do you, can you guys cool it? Like, seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I listened to a book about Japan. It was called Japan's Infamous Unit 731. Okay. So, what Unit 731 was a secret facility that mm-hmm. was meant to. Um, 
do chemical warfare. And let's just say Japan was really naughty in this. <laughs> okay. Really, really naughty. They would <laughs> take civilians and just do like ex human experiments on them. Okay. And I mean, like a lot of, uh, basically they were able to get away with it because the Americans were like, wow, there's a lot of useful information in this. Uh, <laughs> we'll give you, we'll let you guys uh, go if you just give us this information. Yeah. And the Russians were the only ones who actually prosecuted them. <laughs> the Soviets. The Soviets, another, another one in the, the, in the band of like, bro, what are you guys doing <laughs> during World War II? But uh, yes, it's a very interesting book. It's also very horrific into like what yeah. the details of what they do, which I'll save save from you. But they were just not good in doing things. They they were doing a lot of uh, chemical warfare, a lot of infectious warfare, a lot of um, uh, they were just researching it on on Chinese civilians. Yeah. So they would just kidnap civilians, bring them into the unit, and then ex do experiments on them. And then yeah. they 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 seem to love uh, dissecting people without any anesthesia or anything. Oh, you uh, mean like vivisect? Alive. Like a vivisection? They would vivisect them, yeah, yeah. without any, anything. Oof. They wouldn't even knock them out or anything. Ugh. And just the, the descriptions of people saying what it was like, I'm just like, this is really horrifying. Yeah, I feel like uh, after the first one, maybe you'd be like, you know what? I don't want to do that again. Um, I mean, Hard pass. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you after, I'll tell you after a while. Yeah, we'll, but it's just, we'll, we'll talk about it I don't want to, yeah. <laughs> Me and you will talk about it that, and not record <laughs> it so we don't. So we don't come off like horrible monsters. Yeah, I feel like it, it'll shatter someone's idea of something, and then like, like that's an image you'll never get out of your head. Nah, nah, nah. We'll but talk about uh, it if you like that stuff, I would highly recommend the book. Although I guess, it, look, wait till the movie we're gonna watch next week. I guess I don't know. <laughs> like that a, was a good point. <laughs> if you want like a small slice. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, Japan did that, and then we forgot about it. But now they're just known for anime. We while we still look at the Germans and we're like, are you guys Nazis? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is they got away with it. Oh, oh also, I the mean, people who ran the unit, um, they got put into nice, cushy government jobs. So they lived until, like, their 80s. Interesting. And, like, some of them actually wrote the history books. That's super interesting. It's interesting, too, when people do horrible, horrible things, and then after, they're just like, well. They just go back to a normal life, which a yeah. lot of them did, by the way. Yeah. I mean, Again, it's like, a lot of them had well, prominent like, positions in the, in the, in the, in the new government. It's like serial killers who don't get caught and they just eventually go, you know what, this is too much work. And they chill out. <laughs> <laughs> they just like one day just like, you know what, I don't, I don't think I need to kill people anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's just, just weird. Yeah, just it's not, it's not necessary. Anyway, <laughs> so that sounds like a fun book. I would really like it. It was, it was, a, it was a fun book for me because I enjoy this stuff. Yeah. But um, How yeah, long I mean, is it? Is it exceptionally long? It was like eight hours. Oh, that's short. That's short for a history yeah. book. Yeah. Well, yeah. now I now I only think in audiobook time. <laughs> I don't yeah, think in yeah. pages anymore. So yeah, I feel like eight hours is yeah, exactly. Eight hours is not bad. That's a that's mm -hmm. a pretty normal size book. Yeah, so that's good. Cool. Well thanks, Berta. Right. Dragon? Yes. We've made it. <laughs> we've come to the point that everyone comes here for. Okay. Okay? Yeah. The final segment. <laughs> okay. Dragon at the movies. Dragon? Yes. Why don't you go ahead and... Oh, I have to describe No, you the movie, have to right? do it. You, so it was your pick. I, yeah, I picked this movie this week. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, we couldn't watch the movie I really wanted to watch. Yep. So uh, we had to go with that backup watch, which is uh, 1997's Boogie Nights. Mm -hmm. Now, this one, Dragon, came in at a... Uh, I'm going to say a fast two hours <laughs> and 36 minutes because we know you love movie times. <laughs> yeah, a hefty, a hefty 2.36, I think. 
It's currently streaming on HBO Max. <laughs> it was directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, and it is uh, it was starring Mark Wahlberg, Julianne Moore, Heather Graham, Burt Reynolds, and a host of other people who yeah. I cannot get into this. Otherwise, I'll just be sitting here listing names. Basically, every single person in this movie, for the most part, is like a well-known amazing actor <laughs> like the, uh, the yeah. movie was cast in such a way that i'm just like wow <laughs> yeah every single person it's like wow you are all people i know yeah like even I know like well. the minor characters i'm like you are all people that are well known mm-hmm. all right dragon why don't you go ahead and give us a famous dragon at the movies synopsis okay all right so boogie nights is about a um 17-year-old boy with a huge dick who is talent scouted by a kind of sleazy porn producer to be in his pornographic movies and sort of his his life in the porn industry. Good? I mean, you're missing a lot, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. overall. It's hard. Let's let me let me I I pretty much when when my chick was like, "Should I watch this?" I was like, "Yes, you're going to love this movie." And yeah. she was like, what's it about? And I'm like, um, Mark Wahlberg gets into porn <laughs> yeah. in the 70s. And she was like, I don't want to watch that. And I'm like, no, trust me, you want to watch this no, movie. No, you absolutely want to watch it. Um, yeah, I I had never seen it. I had never seen Boogie Nights, which is Oh, surprising. that's interesting because I, I feel like, this. honestly, Dragon, I feel like this movie is right up your alley. It totally is. I, I loved right. it. It is it is just the deuce condensed into a movie, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> that came yeah. like way earlier than the deuce. Um, I no, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I thought this was great. Um, but I, I mean, we'll get into it. Uh, okay. Let, well, let's get into it, right? Okay. 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 This is also. I, I feel like if this movie was made in the two thousands, like a, like maybe ten, ten to fifteen years later, it mm-hmm. would be a lot like quote unquote grittier. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, because this. So um, man, uh, I, I'm okay. I'll say this. So 9-11 changed everything mm. in our world mm-hmm. and including art. So there is a clear difference between movies that were pre-9-11 movies and post-9-11 movies. Yeah. And the best way someone I heard someone describe it is that in the late 90s, it had felt that we as a country have mm-hmm. come to the end of history where it's like we have completed everything we no. don't really know what to do anymore so we're kind of just bored and don't and nothing and then 9 yeah. 11 happened and the kind of the, the world literally changed overnight yeah and, and art reflects that so this is a movie that in its time was just a fun silly movie yeah. but yes if it was post 9 11 if this came out five years later it would have definitely been like Exactly. It would have been grittier. It would have been more about like the the characters' lives. Yeah. Like, what are the consequences of things? Like, yeah, it, it yeah. would have been more like that. And that was in there. It just like the the it vibe of the movie on. general is 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 kind of upbeat. <laughs> you well, know what the, I mean? What the way I described it to my my chick was the vibe of the movie is the this is a family and mm-hmm. the family is strong when it's together mm-hmm. and when it falls apart the family is weak. Yeah. And then when it comes back together, they're strong again. Like, this is a family that works well together and doesn't work well separately. Right. Yeah. I think and that's that, a good, I think that's a good synopsis of it. Synopsis? Synopsis. Then why didn't you say that as your synopsis, Dragon? I don't know. I didn't think of it. Because it doesn't describe the movie at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's not, it's not a descriptor of the movie, but it's a descriptor of the vibe of the movie, I would say. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dragon. We have to get into this. Number <laughs> okay, one. Okay. Yes. Dragon, how did you like your boy? Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg. I think he did a great job. 
not only did I think he did a great job, I was literally like, what the fuck did Paul Thomas Anderson give him to eat? Because he is <laughs> amazing in this movie. There's a scene, and we'll get into it later, which is um, with Alfred Molina. That's mm-hmm. the, the scene where, the, where the, they go to like buy Coke. Well, they go to sell Coke. Yeah. Um, where Mark Wahlberg just looks into the... He's looking off in the camera, and he goes through like four different emotions before he realizes... We got to get the fuck out of here. Bro, it's so good. It's so good. You're looking at his face and you're just like, oh, he's realizing what's going on. And he's he, like, he's something this, is going to happen. He's in this state where he's kind of like, he's in, he's on, he's, it's almost like, hey, I was on a ride. Uh, everything's kind of fun. I'm a little bit worried. And then suddenly he just stares off. And then suddenly you see it in his face go from like, we are in deep, deep shit. And yeah. we got to get the fuck out of here. And then he stands up and gets out. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's how, so good how his eyes just tell you that i thought so i thought the whole time marky mark does mark Wahlberg. i should say he doesn't like to be called marky mark apparently um he does such a good job so he was i had to look it up he was 26 when he played this role because he does not look like a 17 year old boy no he doesn't (laughs) no way does he look 17 but i also think that's fine like you you buy it you buy it because he acts like a sweet baby, like a sweet baby angel. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet, sweet baby angel boy. He's just a sweet baby angel boy that has a huge, huge cock that just likes to fuck and has that 17-year-old stamina where he, yeah, can, he can just he go. Can pop off and then do it again two and then minutes he's later. Like, Guess what? I'll just do it again. Like, he, uh, what's his name? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds goes to meet him and he's like, uh, uh, you want to see me jack off? And he's like, you've, you've come already? He's like, yeah, two or three times. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah, also, I'm sorry, huh? <laughs> you are 17 holy shit jesus yeah <laughs> i'm like bro i'd be deep in like a nap right now <laughs> um okay yeah and by the way it was only 10 bucks to watch him jack off yeah it's like seriously bucks. bro you gotta you gotta value yourself a little bit like, higher than that eddie sweet little eddie boy like let's, sweet little angel boy let's uh let's let's operate annie here like that is not yeah. enough money <laughs> yeah for real you you are so cute and you have that huge cock. You do you do you, you know? <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, and only five bucks to see it. Five bucks to see your cock? That's that's not enough money. Yeah, for real. Um I guess seventies yeah, no. money. Well but in still. the seventies, five bucks yeah, yeah. is still that's a lot more. Yeah, maybe like twenty, I don't know. I don't know what inflation is. I, yeah. Well, let's say today, Dragon. How mm-hmm. much would you pay to see <laughs> His 13-inch penis. Wait, the actual one or the the dummy they used in the movie? <laughs> the the actual one. Let's pretend he's a real person. How Let's much? Re- how much would you pay? I don't know. I feel like to see it, I would be like, bro, I'm I'm willing to pay. I'm willing to get up to about forty bucks. I mean, can we? And pull to it? see him jack off in in person, I might even go. I might even give him a cool C note. You know, you can. You can do that, Bruno. If you really want to see somebody with like a very large cock jerk off, you can pay somebody to do that in front of you. That's that's totally fine. You can do that. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. But it's not as much fun when it's like someone who's just in a fucking nightclub. That is true. And you want it to be Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I do want it to be Wahlberg. <laughs> You're like, okay, but I really want to do it, but only if it's Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like, <laughs> to be honest. Um. Yeah. I. I. I also. So. So the way Mark Wahlberg is scouted is this porn producer who's played by Burt Reynolds, who's amazing. Yes, amazing. He is amazing in this movie. Uh, go ahead. I, I didn't know it was Burt Reynolds for a hot second. Really? I mean, yeah. well, it sounds exactly like Burt Reynolds. I know. Okay. I, he, he, obviously, it's Burt Reynolds. But in my mind, Burt Reynolds, I think I have Burt Reynolds in my mind is younger, like much younger. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what movie I'm thinking of it of him from, but I'm I'm just thinking of him as much younger, jet black hair, you know, like the jet black mustache kind of thing. Is it Gator? And what? Say it again. Smokey and the Bandit. Maybe. I mean, maybe that, that, but that's like what I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of him as like an older man, but he's so good in this role. He's perfect for it. He, you know, he hated, he, he literally hated this movie. I can't, I can't believe it. He, when he saw the final edit, mm-hmm. he literally turned to his manager and was like, they put me in a fucking porn movie. What? This piece of shit. And he hated it. I'm sorry, it. what, what kind of movie did he think he was he, making? I guess he thought there was going to be more drama to it and less like, less to do about the the actual porn industry and it was oh. probably more about like I, i'm not exactly sure what he was expecting but uh, when he he thought i guess in his mind he was like there's too much nudity and too much about the the actual porn industry and not enough about like the characters oh like he wanted That's... julianne moore's character to like have more like he was expecting like more of that and her kid or some shit like that like yeah he was expecting, I, like, I, a guess. Family drama. I guess that's I guess that's what was in his head, but bro, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. But bro, also, you, like, this, this movie's fucking bright. That's the '90s, baby. Like, that is just like, <laughs> like, what did you think was gonna happen? Yeah, for real. Have you seen movies before? <laughs> I, I will say, I will admit though, like, this is a Paul Thomas Anderson. I, I, uh, I guess the the movie I associate him with is There Will Be Blood. I suppose. Well, yeah, that's his best movie, and and that's probably his most famous movie. And that is that is very different <laughs> from in tones, yeah, yeah, in tone. But in the, from Boogie in Nights. essence, it's it's the same in that like Dragon. What's that movie about? Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a oil baron comes to town and uh, drills oil. Yeah. It's like all right. Should, it doesn't sound like a movie I should watch. No, no, no. It's one of the best movies ever made. Trust me. It's like that <laughs> doesn't sound like it at all. Um. <laughs> Yeah, amazing. I I think we should skip around in this movie because I have thoughts. We have to. We have yeah. to. Uh, I love John C. Riley so much. Uh, yeah. The yes. idea, but the idea of John C. Riley as like a porn actor is hilarious. <laughs> and <laughs> like, not just a porn actor, but he's like happy as like not the star. He's like the yeah, second billing. Yeah. And he so and it's fucking great that he's just like he's just there. By the way, I didn't know John C. Riley who John C. Riley was when this movie came out. It wasn't until no. later on that I knew that he was. And then yeah. when I rewatched this movie, um. It's funnier. Like, at this point, some other point, yeah. I see him and I'm like, "Oh my god, Jesse Riley!" I get very excited. He's playing. He's he's playing a comedic idiot, in a very yeah. like a puppy, like a, like I, a comedic stupid puppy, and I love. I it. I absolutely loved when him and and uh, I'm just gonna call him Dirk. That's uh, fine. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's him, character. It, it, at first, his name is Eddie, but then he becomes the Dirk Diggler. He that's his poor name. And let me just say, yeah. best poor name I've ever heard of. Amazing poor name. Amazing. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know how you anybody so came up with it. When he meets uh, Dirk, yeah. I literally just wrote in my notes, this is the best bro conversation I've ever had. <laughs> I've ever heard. Because it's just like, hey, what do you squat? And he's just like, oh, you know, I, I squat 300. Oh, that's nice. You know, I do 350. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what do you bench? What do you bench? It's like, oh, do you, do you go to this gym? He's like, no, I wanted to go. He's like, do you go do you go to this gym? No, you know what? I would have seen you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like little little bro, little little tiny bro jabs. But yeah. you know they're going to be BFFs because they're, they're both little puppies yeah. like in real they, life. The second they, they met each other, you're like, they're going to be BFFs, BFFs, even though they're both, he's kind of insulting them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they also do the thing where they're like, oh, what is it? Um, what is that movie where there's, is it Step Brothers? 
where they're yes. like, oh, do we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> my, my chick did say, like, when when she heard him talk, she's like, all, all I can hear is just uh, stepbrothers. Yeah. It's so true. I mean, it's John C. Riley. I can't, like, <laughs> I can't unhear that kind of, those kind of things from him. Yeah. Yeah, for real. But he does such a good job. And he's also, I think one of the fun things about this is ev- basically everybody in this movie is sympathetic in at least one way. Yeah, for real. And he, he's sympathetic in that, like, he's such a loyal guy. He's, he's loyal, loyal to a fault. Yeah. And he clearly, like, he wants to do good. And, like, he's, he's sweet at his core, but just so fucking dumb. Just, like, <laughs> yes. really just, like, really dumb. So in the beginning, I, I felt so bad for him because of his mom. So, so. Oh my God! Yeah. Dirk Go Diggler, before he becomes Dirk Diggler, he, um, you see his life as like a, a high school dropout, seemingly. Yes, he's a high school dropout, and he's working like odd jobs. Yeah, so he's working as a dishwasher at a club. He's working at a car wash, and his mom is just a fucking bitch. Just, well, she's just so shit. Mean, but like in that, not in that mom way. Of like, you know, maybe it'd be a good idea to like get your GED or whatever. But in a just like cold like angry you're doing this to me you're an embarrassment to me kind of way she kicks him out of the house because he's crushing puss she i don't it's not even that she kicks him out it's that she flips out on him and screams at him and tell tells him he's stupid tells him you know the girl that he's seeing who seems like a fine like age appropriate generally like fine girl that he's seeing is a she's just crushing some girl's puss it's no and, big deal. Who gives yeah, a crap? And I also, I also want to, I'm like, okay, mom, do you know how big his dick is though? <laughs> like, do you? <laughs> like, and how, so proud of him. Not, not even that it's not, and it's not even, it's very clear in this movie that it's not even that he just has a huge dick, right? It's that he's very sweet and attentive. So he's yeah. actually good at sex, even though he's only 17. <laughs> like, not just, is, like, every get, single we got to get over that 17-year-old boy thing, because it's every really... Single sex, every single sex scene, um, number one is that the girl says, like, you're really good at, at mm-hmm. fucking. Yeah. And number two is that, like, before his first porn scene, he's asking, he's, like, talking to the to his actress, and he's like, yeah, are you going to be okay with this? Like, like I was like, wow, he got he's getting consent. Like, yeah. it's so so amazing for the 70s to just yeah. have a, a, a just a sweet he's so sweet that he's like he's like saying he's asking for permission he's asking what's okay mm-hmm. blah 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 this and that he wants he's her to just, have fun he's checking yeah. in with her in the middle to make sure she's okay like yeah. that's that's it's crazy like, you can see why he's he's such a good such a good porn actor and why <laughs> women love to work with him it's because he's such a sweet boy and 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 to be fair, the only thing I know about seventy the seventies porn industry is what I know from the Deuce. So I'm gonna <laughs> yes. go ahead and take that as true fact and just okay, assume gotcha. that Dirk Diggler one exists in that world. Yeah. And okay. two would be like the the nice boy every actress wants to work with because they're usually treated like fucking shit. And like this is like finally it's like a boy who's like nice to them. Um. Also, I even made wrote in my notes that the fight that he has with his mom is so hard to watch because it's so realistic. It's it is, and and it, you can see his heartbreaking that his yeah. mom like thinks of him like that, and that he and you can see him just being like, I like I love you, but I can't take this. Like you can yeah. see it, you know. And that's Mark Wahlberg. He does such a good job. 
and he's and she he's just crying because she's just ripping his poster. And he's like, what? what? Like he's just saying things that don't even like he's just he's operating on pure emotion. He's yeah. just like, why would you do that? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Stop it! And he's and just that, crying. That's literally an exact quote. I'm pretty sure. Like that's yeah. He just doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why she's being so mean to him. And she's and you can just see too like. I think she was, she's definitely played as a horrible person, right? She's a bad person. Like, in the beginning, yes. too, like, you see her, like, give her husband shit when he's just trying to, like, be kind of nice to her and, like, give her a kiss on the cheek. Like, she's she's clearly one of those people that's probably, like, she was a housewife and she just fucking hates her fucking life. And, not, yeah, and, and on top of that, her son's... she's taking a, it out on other people. Exactly. Like, on top of that, her son, like, dropped out of school. She just, like, can't handle it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I get it. I, I, but she, oh, it was really it's mean. Just, yeah. It was really just, mean. It was, it was, it was a very sad, it was a very sad scene. And you understand even though, why? Even though it progressed, it, it led to him, yeah. um, Being getting newborn. better things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it still was hard to watch. I mean, you could argue it's not better things though. No, it is better things. He, based he, on them, how it, he, the movie ended. Or no, based on well, how it, it like middle, the how it progressed. Part, but, yeah, how it progressed. But he, it did lead to better things. He got, he got to do what he wanted to do mm-hmm. which is like you know get paid for partying yeah. <laughs> uh, um, um the i also loved in the uh the, his first uh sex scene when like he takes his pants off and everyone just kind of like nods their head like what the fuck <laughs> you mean the in the porn his, his first yeah yeah. yeah 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 everyone's like oh <laughs> and okay. of course the bad movie acting that was going on yeah it, it was just like oh hi um I'm here to, to to get this job interview. Oh, I've been I've been away in the navy for three years, surrounded by guys. It's been so hard. <laughs> and my favorite line is Julianne Moore just being like, "Let me just see here. That's a giant dick." <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's it really is. And, really and do you know so what bad. the name? Uh, not the name of this one. The name of the second movie he makes. No. Because the second movie he makes, he, he looks at Burt Reynolds and he's like, do, do you want me to do this with a Spanish accent? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, <laughs> the, yes. The name of that movie was called Spanish Pantalones. <laughs> I did notice that, yeah. Fucking hilarious. Ew, that was that was very, very fun. Um, I Yeah, man, I, I really love this. I'm looking at my notes to see like what else I wrote. I wrote down, in the beginning, I wrote down too many things. You know, I did the yeah, thing where I was like, in the beginning, so, so much. there are so many good quotes too. And there's so many things that like show you exactly what kind of person Mark, Mark Wahlberg is. Like he, he there's that scene where he's having sex with his girlfriend, right? This is before the fight with her mom in the very beginning. It's not his girlfriend. He's crushing, just crushing puss. Whatever. He's, he's having sex with this woman. And he, he talks about this really sweet thing where he's like, well, everyone's given one thing that they're good at. And I'm good at this. Like, he's like yeah. very earnest puppy dog eyes and just being like, oh, yeah, like some people are good at other things. And I'm just this is what I'm good at. Yeah, and like everybody has sense. that. Everybody has that thing that they're good at. They just have to find it like such a cute, uplifting. Like He, he does have this like he's just a sweet boy. Yeah. Dragon, he is a sweet. Would you would if you knew this sweet boy? I, he, would you number one pay him ten dollars to, to see him jerk <laughs> off and then number two be his friend i would i would i i feel like i would be like honey like somebody's gonna protect you because you 
clearly can't protect yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I would be like Julianne Moore just being like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, he's my baby. Like, I have to, somebody's got to take him under their wing and just be like, honey, no. (laughs) But that's kind of what happens is uh, Burt Reynolds comes by and is like, you're going to be under me. And because you're under me, I'm going to help. I'm going to help you with your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm your dad. I'm going to be your dad. Yeah. And and, uh, Julianne Moore is his mom. Which, yeah, you know, kind of creepy, but still. I mean, like whatever. That, it's like, but it's it's like porn nowadays, right? It's like a stepmommy. <laughs> but it, it is. It kind of is. It's like she's taking the emotional, the emotional concept of being of being his mom, mm-hmm. which is like I'm gonna be the one here to to make sure that you feel good yeah. and that you're happy and all, like she's taking that upon herself. Yeah, and it's yeah. because she has a a son that that she can't see. Right. Because specifically, seemingly, she does porn and also a lot of drugs. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, a lot of drugs, yeah. Like, everybody does a lot of drugs. The scene, I, one of my favorite scenes in this movie. There's mm-hmm. so many scenes that I, I'm, I might just jump from my favorite scene to yeah, my favorite scene. Yeah, 100%. In this. But, there's, a, um, there's also, I'll talk about my, my favorite thing in this movie. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, her, when Julianne Moore and Heather Graham, a uh, mm. roller girl, when they are in a room just doing coke and they are just talking super fast yeah and then like oh my god i want to visit your mom can i call you mom i love you mom like the way they're talking i i just like this is this is the best coke conversation i think i've ever seen in my life (laughs) yeah i i i agree with you i thought that scene was so good so this (laughs) this movie two hours and 36 minutes right not a second wasted no no, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, it's two hours and thirty minutes, but like, trust me, it it does not feel like it at all. No, it it, it doesn't. The whole it, the whole thing. The, even it, like the little things, like Don Cheadle getting made fun of for his outfits, like oh, because he's dressed sly. like a co- like yeah. uh, as a cowboy. Yeah. Like honestly, they could have gotten rid of his entire storyline. Yeah. And and the movie would nothing would have changed in the movie. Other than but, the fact that he did a good job and it was uh, it yeah, was a but fun it's character. Like he's so good in it. And his his growth from like mm-hmm. being the cowboy and then the electronics and then owning his own business it was such like a it was such a fun thing yeah. to see him at the end like getting to do what he wanted and again just another like genuinely good dude <laughs> just, yeah. this like, movie is full of genuinely good people yeah even Burt Reynolds like you called him sleazy early on I'm like I don't think yeah. he's sleazy so he he is and he isn't right like he kind of is but I feel like. I, I will say there's that scene where Burt Reynolds' friend, the one who's been like financing everything, gets caught the with uh, the colonel, gets caught with kitty porn. Right? Amazing scene. Amazing scene. And you yeah. see Burt Reynolds just his heartbreak at this like piece of shit. You know, his that, heartbreaks like, because the guy says that like he didn't know like he got caught with a 15 year old. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't know. I didn't know she was 15. And he's kind of like, all right. I, you know, that's 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 yeah. like it's horrible. But at least at least that's understandable. Right, I understand right. where you're coming from. And then they're like, uh, you know, then they, they went to his home and found kitty porn. And he just like, yeah, you literally just see him just like I yeah, fuck. like he, he can't. He just he's like, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Just, I'm sorry, I can't. And you see, it it truly breaks his heart because he's like, I want to be on your side, right? But I just can't. Yeah. And it's su- it's such a good scene, Dragon. It really no, it's amazing. Like that that is a great great scene, and yeah. it's it's wild too because like I keep I I compared this to the Deuce the whole time, right? Yes. And I love the Deuce. The Deuce was amazing. That's such a good show, and this holds up against it in a way that like it's different. You know, it's obviously different. I feel like the tone is different. The Deuce is the gritty version of this, basically, that's, like, much more drawn out because it's multiple seasons. 
but mm-hmm. I, 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 I was surprised because, you know, when I go into things and I have high expectations or like I ha- I'm going to compare it to something like I did with seven, <laughs> yes. comparing seven to Signs of the Limbs, usually it yeah. doesn't work out and it totally worked out fine. Yeah, it's it, it worked out totally fine because Boogie Nights was great. <laughs> it turns out um, it's a fucking good movie. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to just talk about a couple of, uh, another scene I loved, yeah. which is when Dirk, Dirk becomes big, he becomes famous. He gives that speech about like, you know, if you guys promise to do better, I'll do better. <laughs> he's basically like the biggest star in porn right now. Yeah. And he buys his own house and he's like uh, giving a tour to uh, Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, look, check this out, check this. And it's so, it's like a little child, yeah. like showing his mom, like, look at my toys, look at my toys, look yeah. at my toys. And then he goes into, my favorite, he goes into a room and he opens the door and he's like, get this, look, all right. And he shows the room and he's like, I wanted the whole karate feel. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense, but I love him so much. He's, he's so, just, he's so happy. He's so excited about it. He's just he's, so excited. It is he's so but, excited to show his mom. Yeah. I, look, mom, I made it. And yeah. since his mom's not there, he's showing his replacement mom. Yeah. Look, mom, I made it. A thousand percent. And that is exactly what it is. And she's the whole time just being like, yeah, it's great. Good job. And, she, and like, she's being trying to talk to him about it. something else, but like, to like completely over his head that she like wants yeah. to change the, change the subject. And she just at a certain point is like, okay, yep. Mm-hmm, I love it. I love everything you're doing. It's so nice. Like, look at you and your karate stuff. She's just, she <laughs> is such a great mom to him. It's amazing. <laughs> she really if, she, if only she could just stop doing coke, she could be an amazing mom to her normal, her normal <laughs> to her kid. actual kid. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's hard to stop doing coke, I assume. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so yeah, my, sorry. wait, my favorite gag in this, which is kind of not a gag, but it is. It's, um, it's what is happening with William H. Macy oh and his wife. I, I, I didn't even, I was about to go into him, but yeah. It is. William H. Macy. I think he's. Such a sad sack. I think that he's my favorite character. He's in terms such a of sad just sack. pure character acting in this. He, such a sad sack. So we're used to seeing William H Macy play this role, right? This playing like, a sad like, sack, yeah. Yeah, like a like but like a cuck essentially. <laughs> I guess you could say, <laughs> in in modern day parlance, but just like this kind of sad, like bumbling middle aged guy who like things haven't quite gone right for him, and he's kind of a pussy, you know? Like he's really like uh, like there's just something about him where like he's a little bit punchable, right? There's just something about him where I feel like. I could just push him and he would just get up and be like, oh, I'm sorry I got in your way. Yes. There's yep. just something about his face about yeah. that, that that shows that. Like he's very, and the, those are the roles he tends to play. And he's playing that role again here. But I, yeah. I, 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 lo- I love it. I think he's so good at it. I think that's such an interesting character to kind of play. Um, yeah. And I, the way his wife talks to him. It's so, oh my God, I felt so bad for him. I, I and he's felt, like in charge of the crew and lighting yeah. and all that stuff. So he's, he's like, like important part. he's a huge important part. I think he's a script supervisor, seemingly, or something like that. He's, he's, something he's, setting, where he's like, he's setting up like everything big. He's keeping everything in line and like moving things along and everything in, in the, in the porns, right? That's his job yeah. in real life. He, he just walks into rooms and his wife is just publicly getting fucked by some other guy clearly do, do against who, his will. Do you Go know ahead. who who played his wife? Yeah, I I know her from somewhere, but I can't put. I could. I it's, didn't uh, look Nina it up. Nina Hartley, former porn actress. No shit, she's a former yeah. porn actress. I must yeah. know her from something as well. Like she, her face was so so familiar to me. Yeah, she's been like in some mainstream movies. Yeah, and I don't. I got to tell you, I don't watch a lot of seventies era porn, so I like don't. Um, it couldn't I be from that. I believe she was more nineties. Uh, uh, not like uh, she was like early nineties. So. Even so, even so. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, she, that's very fun though. That, that makes sense. But I just like, she was also perfect. She, she nailed that role of just yeah. being like, not giving a like, fuck shit. about her little like bitch of a husband and, and like, just doing whatever just she cocking wants. Cocking him over and yeah. then just like being like, God damn it, Bill. I'm like, trying to ignore him. Just you're embarrassing me, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like, just as she's, he walks into a room and hold on. I wrote this down because I, I, yeah. And into a room, um, blah, 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 blah. God damn it. Where did it, where did it go? Do you want me to keep talking? Yeah, please keep talking. All right. Well, yeah, she's, I think it's like three different times where he oh, walks oh, into yes. a room. Yeah, it is three different times. So the first time he, he walks in, he goes, what the fuck are you doing? And she, she just says, what the fuck does it look like I'm doing? As some dude's like inside her and she's getting fucked. And like that as a response to your husband walking out on you having sex with somebody else is just like, oof, ouch, that is cutting. That is, she mm-hmm. just, and then he leaves. He just leaves. He's like clearly upset and he just closes the door and leaves. And I was like, no. Yeah, it, it seems to be like, hey, we have an open relationship that you have not agreed to. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. She just does whatever the fuck she wants and he hates it and doesn't hide the fact that he hates it, but also doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. Like that is um, that is that relationship. And then and, it finally ends with, uh, go ahead, Dragon. <laughs> yeah. It, so it finally ends. Well, no, I want to talk about one other thing. <laughs> so. The second time he, we see her having very public sex at a party in front of a, with just a group of people standing around her and this dude, William H. Macy walks up and gets flustered and she yells at him while this other guy is fucking her in front of a crowd that he's embarrassing her and to go away. Mm-hmm. And he does. And then some dude from the crew just walks up to him to talk about the shoot the next day. Yeah. And he's just like, I'm just so upset. My wife is over there fucking somebody else. And the guy goes, oh, yeah. Okay, so anyway, tomorrow. <laughs> it, it's great do- because it's great because he's just like, we're kind of used to this. Yeah, like everybody in the porn industry is like, yeah, everybody fucks everybody. They, I don't no, know what to tell you, kinda, but No, no, like, no. They're kind of just used to uh, little Bill getting cooked on. Oh, yes, yes. That's that, what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you were correct about that as well. It, it's one of those things where like it happened. I, I feel like it's one of those things that happens so often that it's, yeah. you're just like, bro you got to do something i'm, I'm not going to help you yeah like I, I don't know what to tell you buddy like yeah. that yeah your wife fucks a lot of people and doesn't yeah. care if you know or not or uh what it does to you so maybe you should like get a divorce <laughs> should, or something you I don't should know. address that because yeah, yeah. uh, i'm not i'm not gonna help you out yeah, because that i just i that's your that's a you problem yeah it is not my job and then um and then do you want to talk about how it ends Oh how, yeah, the how third William time H Macy's w- uh, storyline ends. The third time he walks in during the 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 end of the eighty, the end of the seventies party, mm-hmm. the welcome eighties party. Yeah, and um, basically at the countdown, he grabs a gun from his car, shoots his wife and whoever the hell she was fucking, and then walks out to the crowd and shoots himself in the head. Yeah, he eats the gun. And, yeah, which is a kind of uh, you know. I guess he finally stood up to her. I so I was I was waiting for that. I I was like at one point he Bill's gonna snap. Yeah, <laughs> like, this, and he did. This is, and he and he did. And I just love he does it in such a like, the whole scene right from him walking in and catching her to like walking out like the camera just follows him as he does it in yeah, real time. And it's all one take. It is all one take, and it is amazing. And he's just doing it in such like a matter of fact like how he goes about all of his day kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like he unlocks the car, he gets the gun, he makes sure he locks the car again when he leaves. Like he doesn't leave the car door open. He's, like it is not a, it is a measured decision that he makes. Like that, you, that, you, I think that is the moment where the film decides, 
Yeah. Uh, it's time for everything to fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's Bill. It's almost as if Bill was a linchpin mm-hmm. for everyone. And I mean, he wasn't actually, but it's almost as if that's the moment where the the film decides, okay, we have to we have to start breaking everything apart. Yeah. Like okay, uh, life because is gonna right, catch up. Yeah, because right at that moment, that's when Dirk, uh, he he starts doing coke because before that day he mm-hmm. hadn't done coke he had he did coke and then was like oh it burns like he like he didn't understand that that's yeah. what coke does yeah yeah yeah. so and the coke is eventually what led to him like just fucking going crazy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and that's number one number two was um that was when the oh, man not the colonel but the colonel's friend yeah um what was his name um I his name god damn it i just called him the videotape guy yeah, he's the guy who comes in and he's like, this is the future. The future is going to be video. It's mm-hmm. not film. Yeah. And it's going to be... Um, amateurs. And it's going to be amateurs. And Burt Reynolds is like, I'm a fucking filmmaker. I don't yeah. make this shit. And like, he was wrong on that. But at yeah. the same time, he at least went into the concept of like, well, I, I have to change. Yeah. But um, yeah, and he, he went from... It, 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 and it shows that because he kind of just stopped caring about making movies yeah um and like the family that's the day the family falls apart mm-hmm. it's very it's very interesting that it all happens in one night and it's literally like the end of the 70s is when when the, the 70s was their time yeah. and now that the 80s hit now real reality starts coming in. yeah which it, which feels it feels pretty on brand actually like the 80s the 80s were a rough time <laughs> yeah <laughs> like they were a rough time in this industry, and they were kind of a rough time for the country, it seems. And of course, uh, Scotty uh, tries to kiss Dirk. Which we haven't about... even we haven't even talked about Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of the best actors of our generation, is plays... in this movie, and we have is, not talked about is him. Is in yet. this movie barely is is in this movie for like I'm gonna say he has 15 minutes of of screen time. Yeah, and it's fucking amazing. And he's he tries to kiss Dirk. Uh, Dirk. First off, he he's been obsessed with him for years. He yeah. tries to kiss uh, uh, Dirk, and then like sits in the cr- car, just crying. Like, eh, it, was so, it, it was so, so sad. sad. It was so sad, and the whole time too, I was like, I was watching it, and I was just like, man, I, Dirk is a nice guy. Like he he's is. he's such a sweet guy because in nineteen eighty after that, he even after that, even after his even after his friend tried to kiss him. Yeah, he was just like, I, I'm sorry. I just, I, I loved you, man. I love you, man. And he's like, Yeah, I love you too, man. Like he was still like, Yeah, hey, man. We're, we're friends. No, we're, we're look, we're friends. It's okay. Yeah. You try to kiss me. It's not a big deal. Yeah, we're friends though. Okay, we're friends. I love you. And he still was like so accepting and like loved him so much. Like it was such a, he's such and a sweet boy. And even after that, Philip Seymour Hoffman is his friend. Like continues to be his friend. Yeah, like, he's th- such a sweet boy. He's just such, such a nice guy. He's just <laughs> such a sweet boy. I, I I was like, man, that whole thing was just like, an, just another uh, another example of Dirk. Just like something's happening, and he actually deals with it very well. He's he's a sweet boy. He's <laughs> such a sweet boy. Because it could have been in in another movie, he could have like hurt Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? In, like in he would have freaked out. In a out. lesser film, in yeah. a lesser film, in a film that didn't care about about. Um, consistency about, with their with yeah. their character yeah he would have pushed him he'd be like what the fuck man yeah yo i'm not into this gay shit or whatever he would yeah, have yeah. done some stupid thing like that but it's like that's not in his character his character would be like no 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 it's okay no hey it's okay it's okay yeah. look i love you i love you you're my you're my friend i love you all right mm-hmm. and he just goes away yeah 
he he says like he Scotty says that he was drunk and he's like and he just accepts it like yeah man it's yeah. okay it's okay. Um, also another thing to show that Dirk is a sweet boy. Mm-hmm. He he. So the thing that really makes him and Jack, like, um, him and uh, what's his name, Burt Reynolds, mm-hmm. uh, become huge is when he starts making a series of films about a detective. <laughs> the detective was it. Brock Harder, yeah, I, I something. It's not, it's something like that. It's Brock dumb. Hardwell or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And him and him and uh, John C. Riley. John C. Riley make a series of films. And my favorite thing was when he was pitching the idea to Burt Reynolds, and he's yeah. just standing there. He's like, "Yeah, I just don't, I don't get it. Like <laughs> this, this guy, he's just going around, he's slapping women. It's like it's not sexy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not sexy. You know, it's not sexy the way it should be sexy. He should be respectful." Just sweet, sweet little (laughs) Dirk, just not understanding that you shouldn't hurt, just like being like, I don't know why anybody would want to hurt a woman. He's just like, like, why would I slap a woman? I want to sleep with her. (laughs) He's like such a sweet boy. I did love that. I I really love that. Just him. It I, yeah. And him, he's like, no, he's he's a spy. A spy doesn't slap women. A spy (laughs) seduces women. He does it. He's respectful. He, it's not sexy. That's what I love, though. It, it's just not sexy. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> and just being, like, completely confused that anybody would think it would be. Is... Yeah. And then in that, in that scene, the editor is looking, is watching the movie, is re-editing the movie, and he's like, this is, this is the best thing we've ever done. This is, this, is, this is a real film. Yeah. And you see that's the height of the, of the era. And then when they move on to another actor who, who does the same type of movie. Yeah. But, like, then they show the scene of him, like, holding a gun to the woman, being like, yeah, suck my dick, bitch, suck my dick. And, like, he comes in, he's like, how's the movie? And he's like, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. You can see, like, it, it, was, it was Dirk's passion. It was the it, fact that he was bringing yeah. them into, into sweet boy levels <laughs> that made them elevate them to, to being actual movie makers. Who, who was it? So I wrote down a line. Um, mm-hmm. that where they were talking about the porn that they were making and they were talking about it like it's about how to get your wife off. Like it's about it's about making sure that your wife is pleasured. And oh. I feel like it was was it Dirk that said it when when so, Julianne Moore so was Julianne making Julianne Moore was she was making a documentary yeah. about Mark Wahlberg about, you know, Dirk Diggler. Right. And it was that. He he was saying this I'm bringing joy to the world because I'm I'm trying to show people how to get your wife off and stuff like that. Yeah. He is yeah. Such a sweet boy. <laughs> Loved him. And even at the in, so let's talk about his turn, right? So it, it's not even a turn. It's just, okay. Mm-hmm. So basically, poor little Dirk. He, he does crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. This is his, his bad boyfriend comes in and this is why Julianne Moore needed, this is why she needed to be his mom. Okay. Yeah. Because Dirk is too stupid to say no to crystal meth. <laughs> like he doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, for real. You know, he's a sad, he's like a little boy. He doesn't know. Um, you don't get mad at a kid for overeating chocolate and getting a tummy it, ache, right? You can't get mad at Dirk for doing crystal yeah. meth for the same so, reason. <laughs> Dragon, here's yeah. the best part. Uh-huh. That character, the the bad boy, yeah. who who introduces him into the bad boy world, mm-hmm. um, that is Todd Parker. He was an exotic dancer. They kind of they, they threw in a line where he was a dancer. He, and I'm like, yes. oh, I guess he's an exotic dancer. Yeah. Uh, Todd Parker, he was played by Thomas Jane. Yes. Thomas Jane. I didn't know that until I read it. It blew my mind when I was like, "That's Thomas Jane." I so the Mr. whole time, Mr. Deep Blue Sea. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, "Who is that? I know who that is," and I just couldn't put my finger on it. It's Thomas Jane. Mr. Mr. Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> Mr. Deep Blue Sea. Yes. 
<laughs> Mr. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. So basically he meets this like exotic dancer guy um, and and his life kind of goes downhill because he's so easy to. He just assumes it's like, yeah, this is. He, is, he, he assumes the best. Yeah. John C. Riley is a sweet boy. So any, uh, and we bring in another sweet boy into our mix and it's like mm -hmm. that guy is not a sweet boy. What are you doing? That's when Julianne Moore should have gone to him and been like, Derek, sweetie, this is not a good influence for you. And he'd be yeah. like, what? Oh, you really think so? Yeah. It, it wouldn't even be that, though. It would be like, like, Jack would have had to come and, like, pull that guy out and kick him out of the house. And, like, not not tell Dirk. You know? Like, it would have to yeah. be like a, you gotta stay away from my boy kind of situation. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Dirk wouldn't understand. Like, there's no way Dirk was going to understand. <laughs> why he can't hang but out yeah, with his he, friend. It, it, it starts his downfall because he yeah. starts doing the crystal meth and then like now he can't get hard yeah and then he uh he just starts snapping he basically looks like he's been uh, awake for two straight days and that's when him and, and uh burt reynolds start fighting yeah and which is so sad to watch snapping. yeah it was it's so, a, it's so it sad. literally was the the father son fighting with a son yeah. that's what it felt like yeah and just your son just being like, he, like fucking up so bad, and just ugh, it's yeah. Ew, and you just like you don't know how to deal with him. Yeah. And you don't want to have this conversation, but it's just like, oh god, all right, I'm gonna have to talk to you. I'm gonna have to be serious. Before it was like, yeah, just give us twenty minutes, and it's like, look, all right, I I can't do this because you are fucking coked out of your mind right now. Yeah. I forgot Thomas Jane was in the the show Hung, which is just all about a dude with a huge dick. <laughs> That's the yeah, whole but, premise of the show. Yeah, but you know his greatest role deep yeah. blue sea deep blue sea obviously everybody loves deep blue sea <laughs> clearly anyway okay um, um sorry uh, the whole and like after so after he does crystal meth and he like clearly can't do porn anymore because he looks like shit even though yes. does he look like shit he just has like some bags under his eyes and yeah he's like not yeah. eating very well i was like he's just weight cutting <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like me apparently so he's saying i was doing crystal meth uh, well, when you were weight cutting, when you, when you and your brother are weight cutting, uh, sometimes, depending on how low you're going, I'm just like, oof, buddy, you're mm -hmm. looking a little thin in the face. <laughs> it's uh, it's a little weird to see. Uh, but anyway, like he he kind of goes off the deep end where he's like trying really hard to do things like he's trying to be a singer and he's just not good at it. He's not amazing, amazing scene. Him and John C. Riley in the recording <laughs> studio. Him clearly being such a sweet boy, he doesn't understand. He can't sing. He can't. And sing. then and John C. And, Riley being such a sweet Riley boy, not under, just the, like the, the I need dragon. I need someone like John C. Riley in my life. Can you imagine? Just like hey man, I'm thinking if if I I feel like if I went to John C. Riley, I was like, yeah, I'm thinking of just like. Uh, what's it called of quitting my job yeah. and just getting a cabin in the woods and just hunting my own meat <laughs> uh, by the way I've never I've never even fired a gun I don't know how to hunt at all <laughs> yeah. John C. Riley would be like let's fucking do it tomorrow I'm in yeah, I'm in that's a great let's idea, do it tomorrow bro. that's a great idea my friend like, came yeah. up with the idea so it has to be good <laughs> I need Dragon I need you to be my John C. Riley. absolutely not and you know you know why you know why I'm not gonna do that because, <laughs> because I come up with terrible ideas. Because I don't want you at some point to, to one, uh, hang out with somebody like Thomas Jane. And two, to end up in somebody's house selling fake Coke okay, <laughs> where you I, could get before murdered. Before we get there, Dragon, okay. is it because multiple times I've expressed the idea like, you know what would be a good idea? Mm -hmm. <sighs> if I did a violent insurrection and took over the state. <laughs> 
and then you have to be like, no, Berto, that'd be a terrible idea. That's a really bad idea. That's a bad idea. Yeah. Look, somebody Meanwhile, tried it, if... Berto. Somebody tried it, and oh, uh, yeah, although right. it, did, it did, it actually went better than you would think. <laughs> yeah, well, no one was shot, so uh, that's that was not good, true. Right? Somebody was shot. Oh yeah, one one person. Only one person was shot. What are the chances it'd be me? Well, one person was shot How and bad? killed. How and bad then a few other people Dragon. had heart attacks. Dragon. I'll just go in there. I'll I'll take some Instagram posts and then I'll go home. <laughs> what's, put on, what's the problem? Put on your little Viking hat. <laughs> I I got my Viking hat. I got my fur. What's the problem? You have to do the. Did he have the makeup on, like the half blue face makeup, or am I yes, just making did. that up? Yes, he okay. did. <laughs> I, do, I wasn't I sure if he had I the gladiator remember. makeup on, or if that was just a thing that made sense for like. I'm just saying, Dragon. What? It, where's the bad idea? I don't <laughs> see what the problem is. It worked out well for that guy, to be honest. If you were John C. <laughs> Riley, we'd both be in fucking. We'd both be in Viking getup right now. Fucking <laughs> running, up literally just wa- taking. We'd be taking the train down to DC at this moment. <laughs> Andrew has to bail us out. <laughs> and by bail us out, I mean we go into some black hole prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Right. Um, I'm sorry, Dragon, you were saying. But you're right. We could all use a friend like John C. Riley and Dirt, yeah. frankly. <laughs> yeah. It's just a sweet boy and then a But instead, instead we get Thomas Jane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're uh, That's the problem is that we're all Thomas Janes. <laughs> Not a single one of us are Dirks. Br- he has this brilliant idea of... Hey, I'm gonna go to this super rich dude and just sell him fake coke. And in my head, I was like, 100%. This is not gonna work. No, and you're like, isn't he gonna check it? Gonna I'm work. like, of course he's gonna check it. He doesn't know you. Why the fuck wouldn't he check it? And I like, I like, wasn't it Dirk the one, the, the one that said like, isn't he gonna check to see if it's really coke? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, sweet little sweet Dirk, boy. he is. <laughs> and then, and then of course Thomas Jane was like, no, 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 trust me, he's not gonna check it. And then Dirk was like, oh, okay. Yeah, just man. <laughs> No, Dirk, say no. Nobody's and then he no. shows up with a gun. <laughs> and I was just like, this is the, like, so, by the way, yeah. I was going to say, this is the best scene in the movie. By far. When they show up to Alfred Molina's house. <laughs> it is stressful. Are, I would say it's the are, most stressful part of the movie. They are drugged out of their mind. Yeah. And they are just like, here's some coke. And he's just like singing along to the music. You have the his friend, his his half naked friend, just walking around with those poppers, just popping yeah. shit. And then you have this one guy who's deadly serious. His handler, he's the guy who we all need in our life. He's the guy who's like, <laughs> while you're going off and fucking around, I'm gonna be making sure you don't get fucked over. That's yeah. the type of guy we need in our life. Yeah. That's the type of guy I need you to be, Dragon, in my life. I th- I'm pretty sure that is the type of guy I am for you, to be honest. <laughs> That's a, uh, good. Can you be like that and John The C. only Riley? difference is you don't fucking pay me. And I'm pretty sure that guy gets paid. So if yeah, you could go, I'm going to start charging you. Every time Dragon. I talk you out of a bad decision, I'm going to start charging you. <laughs> Dragon, I pay you with my friendship. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's not enough. <laughs> like clearly, it's not enough. <laughs> the amount of stress I go Listen, through. Listen, I need cash. I need cold hard cash. <laughs> I gotta start monetizing things I'm good at, and I feel like I'm good at talking about and doing stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the the scene where he where they this entire scene is the best scene in the movie. Alfred Molina is so fucking high, yeah. and is great because he's the fun high guy. And then like it goes, I, his house uh, is cha- like so chaotic. In mm-hmm. a way that is perfect, absolutely perfect. Because none of it is like some of it's dangerous, right? Like when he when he basically does Russian roulette with the gun. 
He yeah. took a gun out and he put one bullet in it and spun it. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and I do love John C. Riley. Like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, you don't need to do that. You don't, we're, not, we're not challenging you. We're not challenging you. <laughs> just freaking out because he's a nice boy. And he he's the smartest one <laughs> between Dirk and John C. Riley. John C. Riley is, is smarter. <laughs> like, yes. Is as stupid smarter. as John C. Riley is, he's smarter. And but he's just like, where the fuck has my loyalty gone, gotten me to? And Dirk is just like, I, I was a sweet boy. And then he suddenly like, it, that is the scene where he changes from, yeah. I'm just a sweet boy. I know what I'm doing in my life to suddenly like, I don't I, know what's happening yeah. to my life. Like I, that, I, that, that, that his, change in his face. His realization where it took him, it took him years of like very serious drug abuse to realize that the position he was in was bad. <laughs> it yeah. took him years. Hey, it's almost as that if out. that is the moment where he went from a child to an adult. Yeah. When he suddenly realized, like, where has my life taken me? Yeah. And he was like, I got to get the fuck out of this fast. Yeah. And he and, tries. <laughs> yeah, and he tries. And then he just fucking runs away. And then yeah. his car gets shot and fucking broken and all that stuff. Yeah. It, <laughs> and this it's, is... it's an amazing scene. And the, and before that, there's another really heartbreaking scene where he is uh he he's a prostitute now and he's like or a sex worker we should say oh yeah and he gets the shit kicked out of him by a bunch of fucking homophobic rednecks yeah and it's so sad it's yeah, really it sad. sad and you it's just like, what happened to our sweet boy yeah and our sweet boy is just trying to make a buck in the way he knows how and that's with his dick and that's fine and this guy comes up and first of all. Wow, self-hating. Self-hating. That dude basically probably got caught by his friends, like, with a sex worker, with, like, a male sex worker, and to cover it up said, oh, yeah, I'm just luring him here so we can kill him or, like, beat him up or whatever. You know, that is exactly exactly what happened. And it's that is sad in its own way. (laughs) Sad in its own way, and it's sad because he wound up hurting a sweet boy. Yeah, a sweet, sweet little boy that's trying to get by, man. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's it's such a shame and we i feel like we're barely even talking about it i feel like though i feel like the saddest character is probably um the, between the two women so heather heather graham and julia moore uh, i think I they think, are i think julian moore a little bit more so but yes yeah. go ahead uh, but like that scene that the last scene i think we have really where, where with heather graham with roller girl oh my god yeah where <laughs> jack at this point burt reynolds is trying to pivot and do amateur stuff, right? And he's basically mm-hmm. doing a what is the cab? What is it called? Um, like cab confessional or what? Yeah. those dumb things where he's but like, there's there's oh, a specific there's a specific porn one. The there, this yeah. is a thing, right? Um, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember the name like of it right now. Bang bus, bang bus, bang bus. That's it. <laughs> bang bus. Thank you. You're welcome, Dragon. <laughs> so it's like a bang bus thing where like they're driving around and they pick up this guy. And they're going to film this amateur dude fucking roller girl. And it turns out that this fucking shitty frat bro actually went to high school with her and blows up her spot, essentially, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes. like says her real name, asks if she remembers. And and we did have a scene earlier where he was being a dick to her in a in classroom. Yeah. yeah. Which is also like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. that's You got a, you got a nice girl. She's, she, you know. She, she she gives you a blowjob. I'm assuming that's why he was doing that, mm-hmm. and and you like shame well, her. Well, oh, I thought I thought he, he was doing that because um, 
she had been shown on screen giving a blowjob. Like she was already uh, maybe being that porn too, at that point. Either way, it's like, bro, what are you doing? Someone brings joy into your life. I, and that's you, this I is truly, how you reward them. People, people who judge people in porn and like sex workers, I don't get it. Those people I, are only making other people happy. I, I d- do not get it either. I don't understand what your problem is. Like, why yeah. are you shaming them? It's like, oh, they did porn work. It's like, yeah, and you, we and I and we watched it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what? What are you mad at? Yeah, I, I just. What are you mad at? It's wild to me. It's wild. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the that uh, documentary, um, the with the porn, like the really like eighteen year old porn girls that went ended up going to Miami. What is that? Oh, um, hot girls wanted. Hot girls wanted, where yes. it's just like I don't understand the people who are judging those girls because they're literally looking at them and be like, oh, I saw you fuck. And I'm like, yeah, you watched it. Yeah, I, yeah. What, I, what, that that was, to, literally, she she did that and got paid for it, so you could yeah. jerk off. I'm confused by why you were judging her. Like, I do not understand. Yeah, so stupid. But um, So dumb. Yeah. All right, dragon. Anyway, um, so, wait, the whole thing was like, but Heather Graham basically kills that dude. <laughs> I mean, she, I, I was so happy. I was he, too. He shames her, and then he said, well, he starts like, like like he's mean doing it and, the, and he's Bert so is mean trying to, be, to her but reynolds is trying to be like no come on this is sexy this is roller girl make it sexy make it sexy yeah. make it sexy and then he just get what what i liked is that he got so pissed off at the guy yeah that he was like i'm gonna beat the fuck out of you yeah and then he what? beat the fuck out of him i was so proud i was, I was so too. happy burt reynolds i mean with all everything about burt reynolds like he protected her you know yes. and not not quite enough i would say like well, he, he protected her he enough, tried. and then she yeah. was like, "You know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna keep going." Yeah, and then they had to be like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, she's she's gonna kill him. I was gonna beat the fuck out of him. She's I, legitimately gonna kill him." I think she may have. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like the last know, scene let, is look, him, they, him twitching because of a severe head trauma. So I don't yeah, know. I'm like, just just go, just go, just go. No, no one saw it. Hopefully. Let's, I, Let's just leave. Well, I, you know what I actually did in my head? I was like, well, this is like the early 80s, so there's probably not security cameras. So I think they're okay. <laughs> so they're good. They're fine. Yeah, yeah. Just destroy and the tape. You're good. Honestly, fuck that kid. Fuck him. He was a piece of shit. He was a judgy, <laughs> rapey. He was rapey even in that moment. Yeah. It's like, bro, what the fuck is wrong with you? He, he <sighs> literally, so not only was he horrible to her in like, just not, just like in being high school. really like. And then, and no, then in high dick. school being really aggressive and like basically hurting her while trying to have sex with her in the back of this limo when literally yeah. your only job is to is to like have sex with this beautiful girl like do a little bit better it, just... and then has the audacity to demand that she get him off dragon i was like they should shoot him <laughs> like, dragon, he's, let's he's just say, irredeemable <laughs> let's just say some people mm-hmm. some people are not young sweet boys like our beloved like our little dirk like our little little dirk Dirk would be horrified at the whole thing like that anybody would do that he would just be like i don't even understand what's happening why would you do that bren why would you do that i think that dirk doesn't think rape exists not because he doesn't believe women but because he truly does not understand the concept he doesn't understand how in his head like i don't why i don't understand a woman would say no and you just stop why would you keep going yeah like Like, that doesn't even like no one would do that yeah, <laughs> like, that that's how I feel Dirk is. <laughs> that's I, that is also how I, I think that Dirk would just it, it he can't fathom that somebody would do something like that. <laughs> like, I yeah. think that is seriously how Dirk feels. Right, I don't think uh, Dirk we, could fathom. I know we've been talking about this, but wait, I, I don't think Dirk could ahead, fathom sorry. even having sex with somebody. And if she didn't come, I think he'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let let me fix this." <laughs> like, like, like feel <laughs> that, awful. That's a good point. <laughs> that's Dirk. All right, Dragon, and tell yes. me about Julianne Moore. Oh my god, and then Julianne Moore is just broken like Mm -hmm. she she's the she i think she's the kind of 
she's the character who you feel like she got into porn because something horrible happened, right? Like something went yes. wrong in her life. And yes. she this was her only option. And then it ruined her life even further in ways that like she can't fix. Yes. And and that makes it everything very hard, right? Like she definitely and, seems and, like one of those people who that that is even, exactly what happened. Even at the end, she's mm-hmm. in a good situation, but you can still see in her face, like in, you can still see in her eyes, she is still a broken person. Yeah, she yeah, is the I person mean, who doesn't have a good ending. Not just, that she doesn't have a good ending, but like she has a lot more to go. She's she's going to be sad for a very long time. Like she's an she's an incredibly sad person, mm-hmm. just deep down to her core. And sad. like they're all going to be as nice as possible to her, but it it's not going to make it any better. No, no. Um, um, the only person, I mean, it, we had already said that Don Cheadle, like, if he was cut I, out, yeah, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. But the scene where he has his turning point is amazing. So, so he first goes to the bank to get a loan, and they yeah. basically, we're not gonna, they basically told him we're not gonna do work, we're not gonna, we're not gonna give you a loan because you did pornography. Yeah. And he and they say so it outright. Angry. They say it outright. Yeah. And he and. It, He's right in that he's like, I'm an actor. What the fuck are you talking about? And he's, yeah, and he's just saying, you're not being fair. You're not being fair. It was and so not, hard to listen. And they're listen. not being fair. And it, it was so hard to hear him say that because it was just like, It was, man, yeah. He, he's, he's right, and yeah. it's not going to make it any better. No, he's right, and it doesn't um, matter. It doesn't matter. And then when he gets his comeuppance. <laughs> Wait, no, he doesn't get his comeuppance because no, that sorry, would mean that he's being punished. When, yeah, when, when the gets, universe gives him a gift. When the universe gives him a gift, it's amazing. He it's goes rough. to buy he goes to buy donuts for his for his for his uh, pregnant lovely wife. pregnant wife. Yeah. And basically someone comes in to rob the place and then a shootout happens and all three people in the fucking diner get killed and then the only thing Except for him. left is him standing there scared. And well, the best part was he was also trying to be a good guy. He saw what? he saw the guy pulling out the gun to shoot the robber, and he just went, "No, don't do that! Don't do that!" Because <laughs> he knew, like, just let him go, just yeah. let him go. He's gonna go, and we're gonna be fine, and then yep. we can go on with our lives. Yeah. And like, instead, all three people die, <laughs> and the only thing left is just him and a fucking bag of money, and he yeah. just stares at it for yeah. a moment, and then he's just like. Fuck this. This is mine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, yes. I was so happy when that happened. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, he deserved it. He deserved, he deserved like, it. I, I, and because I, he got that money, he got he was able to open up his, his uh, superstore. Yeah. It, and his business is radios. Or not radios. Yes. Uh, it's yeah, stereos. radios. Stereos. Stereos. Thank you. Thank you. Just such a yeah. hilarious business. <laughs> it is so, so incredibly of its time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, someone did get their comeuppance, and that was the colonel. They show the colonel at the end. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't, I don't think they needed to, to show that, actually. No, it was implied. But it was nice to know that, you know, a pedophile is getting his ass. Be, yeah. He's not having a good time in jail. It was yeah. nice to see that. Yeah. Uh, I guess. I don't know. I, and, I, have a, I have a real problem with people showing uh, people in jail getting, like, extra punished. I, it really doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, but, you know, kids, dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always think about the people who actually didn't do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But we know he did it. He, he yeah, said. Yeah, I know, he, I know. I know. Yeah, you're, you're right, you're right. Um, okay, anyway. Uh, two, two things. Uh, yeah. Before we finish, number one, we didn't even talk about Luis Guzman Jr. Oh, my God. Who is amazing in this movie. Amazing. Yeah. He's he, so good. 
so good. He's the he's the he's the owner of the nightclub, and then he keeps trying to talk about getting into the movies. He and really he wants does to get be in the movies as He like wants to be a porn so bad. <laughs> and he he does get into the movies as a bartender. It's fucking hilarious. It's great, and yeah. he's just part of the family. Yeah, it's it's so great. It's so great. I love it, I love him so much. I love him so much in this movie. Again, another character they could have just completely cut out of the movie, but it, it, he adds this flavor to it that I'm just like it, it makes it so much better. Yeah, they they're really like they add, they add in these smaller characters. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman is one of these characters. Don Cheadle is kind of, although I think he's more of a main character. Um, Luis Guzman. Uh, Don Cheadle could have been cut out the movie, yeah, yeah. and it, nothing would have changed. But they all add to the the kind of world, like it's world building, right? Yeah, it's, even, and it's. Uh, God, okay. I was just I was gonna, gonna say, say it's, even it's, uh, Nicole Nicole Parker. That's yeah. the. There's um, only two black characters, and she was a female. Yeah, character, yeah, the female uh, black character. Uh, what was her name? Becky, right? Becky, Becky. Yeah. Another person, like just uh, she had just a little bit of a little bit of spice and flavor that just yeah. that just made it better. Yeah, she was great. She, <laughs> I like. We even we see her get married. Like that's the thing. Like all of these characters. Even though they aren't like our main character, they all you get to see their life kind of play out in these mm-hmm. little tiny snippets, and you get to see like she's doing great, you know, yeah. like she's doing great. Don Cheadle ends up doing really great, like. And then and then you see Don Cheadle comes back, and he's like putting together his stereo system, and then like yeah. you see his his kid in the like playing in the pool. John C. Riley is playing with the kid in the pool, and it's like so happy. Like it's such a nice ending. It's such a sweet ending. It really is. It's a very, it's a very nice movie with a lot of nudity. And yeah. bonus, you want to talk about the last five seconds of this oh, movie? Oh yeah, Dragon, go ahead. <laughs> I um, so I knew that this was gonna happen at some point because of it's like in the world, you know. Like I just know it from pop culture that like mm-hmm. in a movie you see Mark Wahlberg's quote unquote penis because it's clearly fake. Um. And I, I, while I was watching it, it didn't occur to me until right then, at the very last minute. So it's like literally the last five seconds of the movie, basically. Yeah. Uh, you see the little pep talk that Marky Mark gives to himself before he goes mm-hmm. out to shoot a porn. And he just unzips his pants. You get to see it from like, instead of from the perspective of his face, you see it from the perspective of his crotch. So he just unzips his pants, pulls his big old dick out, and just gives himself his normal little pep talk. Like, yeah, you're a star. You're going to be a star. <laughs> this is exactly what I say and before then, I go to crush. Right. I'm sure Just in you case do. you were wondering. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that visual. Uh, we'll go to my grave with that. <laughs> and, then, and then, by the way, after about 10 seconds, I go back into the bathroom and then I'm just like, why would you do that, man? It's so stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm Philip Seymour Hoffman in the yeah. car. <laughs> Careful, but yeah, you get you get to see you get to see what all the hype was about, which I appreciate. I appreciate them paying off at the end. Yeah, because you, you actually you getting knew. to see his dick. Because I literally was like, because the first time I saw this, I was like, you have to, you have to show it. Like, yeah, you, you can't you build can't, it up you, like the this. movie can't be about this without yeah. showing it. Yeah, and then at the end they do show it. Yeah, so and again, I appreciate it. <laughs> very uh, prosthetic. It's a prosthetic. It's like very clearly well, not a real thing. They can't find. They, they can't find. You can't find the real one. That thing just sure you can't can. possibly. Maybe. Please, you I could guess, do it. But... They could have done it. I think. I think that was a way to get around censors and stuff too. Ah, that's a good point. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you get a better rating. Yeah, I, I think it was a rating thing because you don't usually get to show dick in movies. Yeah. So Paul Thomas Anderson was probably like, "Look, if we get an actual body like dick double." That and it's like a real dick. It's gonna be 
uncomfortable. <laughs> like the, the ratings word is going to be like, it's too real. Sorry. Like we can't deal with this. All right, dragon. Let's, yes. uh, let's bring this one home. Okay. Final okay. thoughts. Um, I liked it. I, I thought it was a great movie. I highly recommend. Um, and I also recommend if you like it to watch the deuce, if you have not, or if you like mm-hmm. the deuce to watch boogie nights, similar themes, oh, okay. same themes. Actually, I would say dragon. Would you give this a smashly? Or would you give this a trashly? I would give it a smashly. Nice. Um, Berta, what about you? Final thoughts? So my final thoughts on this is just to express to you how good of a movie this is. Yeah. The soundtrack to this movie is amazing. And we didn't even talk about it. That's true. We, we, we like, did not. The, I even wrote in my notes like every single time, like, like seven or eight times, like this fucking song is perfect for this. This song is perfect for this. Mm-hmm. I like think it's... I think it helps that it was all like songs of of the time, right? Like they they kept it in the like seventies and mostly seventies. Yes, yeah. and um, and the the music like kept kept the tempo, like the dancing, yeah. the scenes where they're like going to buy shit, and then they just they're dancing on the. It's, it's so much fun. I want to go like to that club. Songs. I want to go to Luis Guzman's club. Like I, yeah. it looks so fun, and it looks safe in like the way in a way that like clubs can be either gross and dirty and like horrible sketchy things are happening or they can be like this fun like atmosphere where everybody's just having a good time and like dancing and kind of looking out for each other and that's yeah. what Luis Guzman's club is <laughs> yeah so yeah like we didn't even talk about the music and it's it's in a phenomenal yeah. soundtrack it's amazing dragon this is a 10 out of 10 for me yeah I would agree with out you. of 10 it has everything it has drama it has it has character building it has an amazing script Great actors, um, an amazing director, great performances, nudity, a giant dick. <laughs> it has it all. It has what else? it all. <laughs> what, you have a girl saying, you have Mark Wahlberg uh, telling a girl, are you going to take your skates off? And she just says, I don't take my skates off. And then they just move on. Yeah. He's like, okay. Like, <laughs> he's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm a sweet boy. So, all right. <laughs> he just thinks, he's so accepting. Look, he's we so should... accepting. We should all have a sweet boy Dirk Diggler in our life. This makes me want to have a John C. Riley in my life. And a, oh, definitely a John C. Riley. John you know, C. Riley. you know what I feel a little Do bit bad understand? about. I so at a certain point when I, when I wrote, when I was taking notes, I, Philip Seymour Hoffman showed up, and I just wrote down '70s men are just not that attractive. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> he's not, but he's so loyal. He is so loyal. He's so sweet. He's a loyal boy, and Dirk Diggler's such a sweet boy. They're all great. Yeah, I mean, Dragon, Dirk Diggler constantly talks about, no, pretends he knows karate throughout the entire movie. <laughs> I, I haven't even talked about that. That's how, much, that's how amazing this movie is. He has a little karate theme running throughout, and he just yeah. like genuinely wants to do karate. He it's keeps, very cute. He, like, on four different instances, he threatens someone to beat them up by doing karate, and that's when John C. Riley is like, no, no, and he holds them back. That's, <laughs> that's what I need, Dragon. I need, the, I need you. That when I go up to someone, I'm okay. going to just yell out, I know karate. And then okay. I start like doing something with my hands. And then you're like, no, no, no. And you hold me back. Honestly, I think that would be very funny. I think we should actually do that. <laughs> Next time somebody <laughs> says some shit to you or like somebody thinks that because you're a short boy, they can pick on you. Oh we'll, my do, God. We'll, play, we'll play that game. <laughs> oh, if you guys are not aware that someone, someone did do that to me <laughs> the other day. I think I was... You were mad. I I would have I w- was mad. I would have been I would have said something to him had I realized that In he the was moment. insulting me. <laughs> and then by the time I realized, like, wait a minute, he insulted me. He was already like five feet away from me. I was like, well, I'm not gonna it's go chase late. someone. It's else. too late. It's too late. Yeah, yeah. 
I will say, I think that maybe, maybe he wasn't insulting you, Birdo. Maybe he No, just... he was straight up insulting me. He was, he, no, he, he, it wasn't that he was insulting me. Yeah. He was trying, he was picking on me because he saw me and was like, he, this, this, this man obviously doesn't know how to punch someone in the face and isn't <laughs> going to punch me. And it's like, bro. I think that's, I think that's what you're most mad about. You're, you're not upset that somebody said some shit to you, but you're upset that you feel like they underestimated your ability to fight I, them. I'm upset <laughs> that there's someone in this world who saw me yeah. and went, I can punch, I can, hey, this is someone who I'd be able to push and then the guy would walk away. <laughs> and what I always think is that someone like that needs someone like me to just punch them in the face. To like humble them a little bit. Don't, so bro, that, you're not allowed to punch anybody. Bro, you're not allowed to just pick on, you're not allowed to bully someone just because they're smaller than you. Yeah, that is true. Dragon, my dream in life, and no. I think I said this last week. My dream in life is to go back in time. <laughs> I, I want to build a time machine. Yeah. Not to go back in time and to fix the pet, like, you know, kill hip baby Hitler or mm -hmm. something like that. Not, not, no, who gives a shit about that? I want to go back in time, <laughs> take my, my own place when I'm a teenager, <laughs> and then just beat the fuck out of all my bullies. No, that's, uh, <laughs> yes, you've said that to me before. Um, I understand that you were a little bullied boy, and <laughs> it's, it's upsetting. <laughs> Do you understand that it's my I like dream that, in life? I like that as a grown man, an MMA fighter who's not a pro fight. You want to go back and beat up teenagers? Yes. My my goal who in probably life are is, not doing well. Yeah, my goal in life, Dragon, is to just one day have someone walk into the gym and they say their name, and I'm like, wait a minute, I know you. No. It's like you you knew me in high school. Honestly. And, like, and then they just get it, leave. What do you think? Do you think that you would recognize the name of anybody in high school who picked on you? I would actually. Really? I don't think I could. Yeah. I could name like five people I went to high school with like only because specific, I'm still talking like, to them. <laughs> there's a specific like three names I would that I would remember because of that reason. Oh, we'll talk about this. Offline. I don't remember my friend. Oh, we'll talk about this offline, this. and then you can talk about this with your therapist, like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> my therapist would be like, you know. The, if you talk to the person today, they probably wouldn't even remember you. Yeah. They probably wouldn't even remember this happening. And yeah. I'd be like, I don't care. Which ah, is like almost the world worse. must pay. I guess that's almost worse, right? <laughs> like, you're bullying No, because they would probably, uh, honestly, what would happen is they would be like, I would be like, you used to bully me. And they would be like, I did? Man, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to. And they'd be like, this is not what's supposed to happen. <laughs> Like, you think they continue to be a bully? I just want them to fight. I just want to beat them up. I just want I someone to bully me. So I well, can beat luckily, them up, you beat other people up as your job. So <laughs> you get that You get that aggression out, thank God. Fine. I will say, though, there is something to be said. Like, I have been in situations many times where I see somebody say some shit to somebody. And I'm like, the only reason you're saying that to that person over there and not this person over here is because you aren't afraid of that person over there. Mm -hmm. yes. like, and it's, that's what I'm saying. It's usually a woman. It's usually somebody who decides that that woman isn't wearing a mask or like that woman did something and you feel like you can take her so you can say something. And yes. I'm just like, you're a pussy, man. Like, it's you like, didn't say that to the big dude over there. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it literally is one of those things where it's like, like I, I just, and maybe, and I'm, you know, I understand that this is the wrong opinion, Dragon. Yeah. I understand that I have the, I am wrong in this. Yeah. I feel like the world would be better. If I could just punch some people in the face. If some people, if we had a rule where it's like, you, you punch them in the face, why? And then I could tell the reason why, and they'd be like, okay, he deserved it. Yeah. Like, I could say that to a police officer. I mean, I think I that... I feel like the world the good, would be the a good better thing place. Is, 
that no, I I disagree with you. The good I thing under, is that, I understand. <laughs> the good I thing understand. is that I don't run the world, yeah. which is again why I think we Thank should fucking God. raid the capital. No, this is why you. I got, this is why got, you don't have a John C. Riley. <laughs> damn it, <laughs> dragon! Exactly why you don't, Mister Fucking Thomas Jane. I need you to calm down. <laughs> Uh, but no, there is there is something like infuriating about people who um, feel the need to uh, talk some shit to some people because they they just feel like they they want to feel a little bit powerful in that moment, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like this one time where uh, we're on a tangent, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. Go so ahead, it's like Ryan. this one time where I was on the escalator going down in the subway, and this woman very loudly decides to stop directly in front of me, so nobody can walk down the escalator during rush hour. And I don't know if you know this, but during rush hour in New York City on the escalators in the subway, you stand on the right side and you fucking walk on the left side, right? Yeah, that's how it you works. Yeah. walk down the escalator on the left side. Everybody is busy. It's rush hour. We all want to catch that stupid fucking train. If you are blocking that left side, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> like, you are, you are just, you're doing it to be mean, right? You should be on Birdo's I'm allowed to punch you. This chick. Uh, list. She... I, I went through a lot of emotions during this time, but she d- stopped directly in front of me. And I took my headphone out and I was about to say, oh, excuse me, so I could go past her and keep walking. And somebody behind me started yelling. So I didn't say shit because I was like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into a fucking fight on an escalator, <laughs> like a physical fight on an escalator. Yeah. And she turns around to yell back at them. Well, why do you fight the fucking escalator then if you wanted to walk? Why don't you take the stairs? By the way, there are no stairs. You literally have to take the escalator. There are no stairs. <laughs> It yeah. is only an escalator. There are three of them, and this is one of three, you know, <laughs> going down into, like, a very busy platform. And she just started loudly screaming about how, like, they should take the stairs then if they want to. She is, she's not fucking moving, blah, 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 blah. Just on and on and on. People behind me are yelling, and I'm just stuck directly behind her. And I, I went through the emotions of, like, anger, right? Yeah. Where, like, this bitch is on this fucking power trip, and just all she wants to do is ruin everybody's day. And then I, like, went to sympathy and was just like, you know what? I bet you her life is hard. And, like, this is the only time where she gets to feel, like, a little powerful, right? Like, yeah, but that's this thing, is her like, thing. And, like, let her have it. It inconveniences me for literally one minute. <laughs> I understand that. But yeah. guess what? Yeah. That doesn't give you the excuse. No, no. You know what? I don't understand. I understand why you're angry. Yeah. But you don't have the excuse to... You, it doesn't give you the excuse to uh, to to say, basically fuck someone else. Yeah, over. yeah. So like, I mean, just because you can yell at someone doesn't yeah. mean you should yell at someone. I agree with that. And just because you and can like, do something to inconvenience somebody doesn't mean you should. <laughs> like, just yeah. because it would make you feel a little bit better in that moment, yeah, just don't do it, man. It's just, just don't. These, it's just uh, we just live in a world where yeah. people are always trying to be on the winning winning team. Yeah. And she's just like, I can win in this moment. Yeah. And then and I, that's why I think like. Man, I should just be able to punch someone. <laughs> I did like for one a good boom. And you and know, I won't even punch them hard. I promise, I won't even punch them hard. They won't even fall on their butt. It will just be a quick punch, and then I'll just be like, "All right," and then I'll just walk away. And they'll just yeah. be standing there, like I don't know what to do with my life. You know? <laughs> yeah, and then they will the realize. Face. They will realize in their heart. Yeah. Next time, I should just shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's a, that. That is like I. I am glad I did not say anything to this chick because it it would have turned into a fight. It for sure would have turned into a fight. Like she mm-hmm. was, she wanted to fight somebody. Yeah. Like that was her goal, I think. And that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. someone like her wants to fight someone. 
and they they don't they're not looking to fight someone they're looking for someone who's not gonna fight back yeah exactly exactly and that that guy thought it was gonna be me and, <laughs> and unfortunately, it was <laughs> unfortunately it was because i was confused and then by the time i wasn't confused he had already passed and then i was like because i literally was like is this guy talking to my chick yeah yeah and then he had passed and then i suddenly was like wait he was insulting me and then it was like <laughs> Uh, he's already gone yeah it's too late it's too late and it's one of those things where it's like i i really wish i could just go back in time for a week and just be like one so, just so you can just like hey bro what's jab, up a quick jab just no, a quick jab you can't just punch people as much as but people would, as much as you want to just punch people you can't just punch people just oh quick, we need like, to okay we need to move on we've been doing oh, this for we're, a long we're time. going on our own little tangent here okay uh, apologies for this if if we edited this we may have cut it out but we're not going to yeah <laughs> do you want to talk if about if we knew how to if we knew how to edit this if i knew how to download a program <laughs> <laughs> um let's talk about next week because i'm choosing okay. next week all right dragon you're picking next week what are yeah. we gonna watch so uh, you, you might remember that when i chose walk hard the dewey cox story uh one of the, one of my alternates uh, was Grizzly Man. <laughs> yes. And I have just been thinking about it ever since. <laughs> so I really just want to watch Grizzly Man. So awesome. we, we are going to do the 2005 Werner Herzog documentary, Grizzly Man, currently available on Amazon Prime. Um, so this is, start. I mean, it's a documentary made by Werner Herzog, and it's about uh, Timothy Treadwell, who is a man that was eaten by a grizzly bear on tape. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that is it. That is what we're going to watch. I mean, uh, the, the, trigger warning, I, get- I guess. <laughs> That it's trigger a documentary. Warning. Trigger <laughs> warning. If you're triggered by men being eaten alive by bears, <laughs> though you don't, it's not in the movie, so you don't have to worry about it. But discussing well, men being eaten alive by yes, bears. Discussing it is, yeah. And if I, I, Werner Herzog, I think, is just a such a delightful documentarian in such a weird way. I'm excited to revisit this because I haven't seen it in a very long time. So we are going to watch that. Dragon, I will say this is, in my opinion, one of the best accidental comedies that's ever <laughs> occurred now most people would say Berto this isn't funny how would you laugh at this to which yeah. I go I don't know what to tell you I have a dark sense of humor yeah yeah there there is something hey listen you know you know the Darwin Awards you know like that like mm-hmm. it's like a little yes, book yes. or whatever that this is like up there in yeah, terms yeah. of like reasons that you die that are kind of your fault <laughs> oh. um but anyway so that's what we're gonna do so I'm excited about it um and I think that's about it right Berto all right yeah, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send this off, Dragon? Okay, 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 bye. Okay, bye.